Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, inspire with love and laughter. I am Amber. I'm Melanie. And today we are talking about something that is very near and dear to everyone's heart, relationships. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, there, there are many types of relationships. And you know what? This is actually going to have to be a two- part series here you know because we have to delve into a whole lot of different types of relationships and you know i think where we're going to get started is with um hmm, let's see friendships friendships yeah you know we have to talk about friendships and because friendships is like that thing you know your ace boom coon your ride or die you know those kind of friendships uh those work friendships too you know but um so we're gonna get into it and we're gonna discuss friendships and I know what we talk about when we talk about friendships we also and in any relationship we talk about trust trusting is very important because you can't have a friendship without the trust you know I mean you gotta have that that mutual bond you know where I can confide in you where I can tell you my deepest secrets and knowing that you're not gonna blab your mouth (laughs) that's the kind of friendship that you want um so let me ask you this Mel what do you look for or what have you looked for in your friends that you've actually cultivated a a long-standing relationship with well when you when you consider friendship and you you look at the foundation being yes trust and truth and the sincerity or genuineness those are qualities you look for in a friendship but those are things that develop over time you know when you meet somebody for the first time you know you don't necessarily become their friend because you have to have experiences together you have there is that um there's that bonding of your chemistry, um, not in an intimate way, but, you know, just how you like each other's personalities and you have a lot of commonality. So those are things that are the foundation of a friendship and a personal friendship. And when we talk about the trust and the truth and the sincerity, you have those are components that say, You know, when I'm going through something, my friend is going to not only support me, but tell me the truth. You need somebody to sometimes get in your ear and say, okay, so you're wrong about this. You're not taking the right approach. And it doesn't develop an offense of, well, I'm not even talking to her. It just allows you to step back and see someone else's perspective of you in a situation. And understand that you may address it wrong. You might not have handled it right. You could have jumped to conclusions, you know, based on maybe some false information or just that your thinking was just tunnel vision, you know, and you need somebody to just tell you, step back, take a breath. That's what you need in a real good friendship. Someone that you'll 
be able to bounce things off of and just, you know, be a person that a person that actually could be in a source of inspiration as well. Exactly. You know, and a lot of times our friends, especially those that we have had long lasting relationships with um, for years, they look more so as family, you know, and they're, you know, we can call them, what is it, the BFF or, or, or that kind of thing. But, you know, we can get upset with them or they get upset with us and it's there's no grudges. You know, there's no long lasting, well, I'm not going to talk to you ever in life type of type of attitudes. Um, but when you have those those type of friendships, those aren't really friendships. Those are really mere associates, someone that you've just, you know, have come in and said, hey, you know, let's hang out for a bit. And then if something goes awry or you've seen how they are, it's like, bye bye. <laughs> so, Who they are you you know what I mean they get you that's part of the whole thing of getting to know you as a person right. and what your personality is like you know the things that and you know there'll be times when y'all laugh together you will cry together you will you know go through these moments but you're there to support each other you'll need to sometimes you need your friend to pray for you and pray with you mm-hmm. that accountability so, yeah you know, yeah. because they, you know, you also have that friendship where, you know, if I'm in trouble, I need, I need some advice. You know, those are the friends like, okay, I need this advice. I know, you know, you may be experiencing it, but I'm not. And I, I need to hear it from you. And, and what should I do? And, and you are big enough to say, yeah, I know that, that sounds kind of crazy. And yeah, that's right. So let me take your advice, you know, and then there's, there are those that they want your advice and don't take it (laughs) oh well see that's a whole different category you're talking about someone who's more like an associate yeah but you know but but you know with our friends like for instance for me my best friend (laughs) I was in college and she lived in a different dorm than I did and um uh, yes, and the college was an HBCU. H-U, you know. Yes, I, <laughs> I had to put that little tag in there. That's but okay. we went, we were there, and her roommate happened to be in the same college and department that, that I was in. And we had this class, this voice class, I'll never forget. And our assignment was to, to look at and, and know what the epiglottis was. And for those that don't know what the epiglottis is, that's that little, as some people see, that little dangly punching bag <laughs> that's at the back of your throat. But, you know, we were do, making all kinds of sounds. She's studying, you know, and we're like, ah, opening up our mouths and looking. And, well, my, my one of my um, uh, roommate's friends was her best friend and she actually we actually lived next door to each other and she would come up to our our dorm and she said you live next door to her oh my gosh she came to my room and she's opening up her mouth looking down my throat and I'm like oh she is just getting on my nerves but every time I would come around her it was all hey how you doing oh my gosh you know and it just made her even angrier. <laughs> she could not stand me. But 
for a while, you know, I would still come around. I would still be cordial. I'm happy. That's just how I am. Very quirky. Um, but I kind of, in a sense, quote unquote, grew on her. And so we became best of friends, you know, out of that. I can't stand you is I love you. You know, I got your back. You are my girl, you know, and we were always together. So when we would walk on campus, you know, it was we were never apart unless we were in different classes. But people would know us. Oh, yeah, there's Amber and there's Z, you know, so um it was just, it was just like that. And we've just become friends and we've been friends for what? Oh my gosh, over 30 years. Oh my gosh. That's telling my age, <laughs> but um, you know, and, and then that's a friendship and you know, yeah, she would actually get upset with me because I would do some stupid stuff. Yeah. I can admit that. Um, but I do some crazy things and she said, you know what? Uh-uh, that I've already told you, I'm not speaking to you. And she would, she wouldn't speak to me for about a week. <laughs> okay. But, but you know, I learned from it, you know, so and, and we learn from each other. We learn, OK, I, I can't approach her like this or I can't do this. And she knew the same thing. She knew my pet peeves. I knew hers. So we wouldn't ruffle each other's feathers as much. But we we learned each other and we knew how to interact and, and, and things like that. So, you know, friendships, you just have to you grow. You, you, they just grow. It's like a flower. You know, you have to water it. <laughs> you have to give it love. You have to give it sunlight and nourishment, you know, so it can become a beautiful blossom thing. So, yeah. And so what about you, Mel? How did how's your, some of your friendship goes going? Well, well, like yours, my friendship also developed at an HBCU. Of course, with the eloquent women of Fisk University on the campus of Nashville, Tennessee, where so many legendaries have uh, emerged Excuse well, me. on the <laughs> campus. I was a, I am a Fiskite, an alum. Yes, bulldog, <laughs> golden blue sons and daughters on the altar. Yes, ma'am. Okay, get to your, get to your so, topic. Go ahead. But our, 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 our uh, illustrious friendship developed my sophomore year when we lived in the dollhouse Jubilee hall. Yes, ma'am. And, um, my best friend happens to have the same name as I, and we were on both different sides of the country. I'm from an East Coast, and she was from the West Coast. And we actually met um, our freshman year. I remember meeting her during um, our testing time before we actually began class. And um, I looked at this girl, and I thought, well, wait a minute. She got this drip, drip, jerry curl, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this ain't gonna work out but she was real nice she was real sweet and very bubbly and we we saw each other in class but really our friendship more so developed in our sophomore year when we lived in the dollhouse um and we were on the same floor and um that's where our friendship developed and emerged through classes and we got to know each other and we, you know, we hung out a lot and then we became sweet mates uh, when we moved into the residence center. And, you know, we were, we were pretty much inseparable, but, you know, like friendships, everybody has what they need in a friendship. Some people are more needy and some people don't need to be, you know, around each other all the time. And, you know, I don't need to know every time you move and every, you know, that's just how I am. But I'm cool. But we learn to understand each other. Mm -hmm. 
and we learned to vibe off of each other and for the first time she she convinced me on spring break to go I could fly home but she's like please go with me to Chicago she had never been to Chicago and she wanted to see snow saw snow for the first time and was like a kid in a candy store and I'm looking at her like for real <laughs> because I'm like this is snow we're looking at here <laughs> she was just jumping around and just enjoying the snow and of course I'm from the east coast so I grew up on snow right so it was no big deal to me but you know for her Christmas time was they could go to the beach because she was from the west coast and I'm like that's just unheard of it's not Christmas unless it's cold and snowy you know <laughs> so that just showed how different we were but you know, we, I was in her wedding, she was in my wedding, and we have been friends for over 40 years, and ooh, I'm telling my age, but that's okay, um, but it's been a blessing, we don't get to talk as much, you know, but when we get together, it's just like we've never missed a beat, mm -hmm. bring each other up to date, we laugh and talk about, you know, whatever, and we're there for each other, and the nice thing is, is that we can always be real with each other. Exactly. And, and it, it doesn't bring about an offense, even if we don't necessarily uh, see it the same way. Mm -hmm. We can appreciate each other's honesty and just, you know, tell us, tell each other like it is, you know, hey, that's nope, wrong. <laughs> you got this wrong. Rein it in. Get it together. But that's the that's the appreciation we have in a relationship of friendships, you know, and like you said, when you're when you're with someone so much, you know, they become more like family. Exactly. And you just understand you have that understanding with each other. So, yeah, that's 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 the cool part, you know, and then you have your friends that you've grown up with. You know, of course, I'm, I come from the neighborhood where everybody did the outdoor thing and playing. And, you know, I had a, a dear friend then. But as with anything when we change in our lifestyles and we move to certain areas, my family moved from that neighborhood. So I kind of lost track for a while of a, a friend that we grew up with and, you know, we were real good friends and, you know, but we just, we find our way back and Facebook has been, you know, a way to reconnect some things. And so that's a good venue, you know, like, a, like, uh, for us to get together and remember like, Oh, remember when we used to, and you know, so we let, you know, it's a fun time to laugh and joke and sit, share things, you know, old times and how we've changed and moved on. Yeah, that is so true. That's almost like, you know, you know, TLC song. I love that song. What about your friends? Especially when they say, are they going to be low down? <laughs> well, <laughs> those are the friends. Uh, hmm, yeah. Um, because you have people that that will say, I'm your friend and we're we're good buddies, but then they start doing a little shady shade shade moves and you just have to rethink that relationship, you know. But um, we're gonna talk more about that in a minute. We'll be right back after this. Okay. And we are back with some more of what you say. We are here talking about relationships, friendships, number one. Yes, I know we were talking about before how <laughs> the shady friends. Um, 
<laughs> Are they really friends? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to look a little side eye on them, you know. No, <laughs> I'll just take the no. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> you know, you have those that you, you know, you start off, you know, you meet somebody and then they seem pretty cool. And they seem on the up and up. Now, mind you, you don't know them. You don't. You haven't been around them that long. So you're not going to tell them everything. Because, you know, you cannot tell everyone everything. Okay. Because even in your really good friends friendships, there are some things that you just don't tell anybody. You know. So, but, um, you know, with those friends, you know, you, you kind of feel them out and see where they are. And, you know, it's it starts off well, it starts off good. You, you're hanging out, you're doing things, you're talking. And then all of a sudden, they start doing some things that just doesn't seem savory. And you got to rethink and look from afar, just take a step back and see, hmm, do I really want this? in my life so there are many of those you know because in a lot of friendships you have friends that are the one that just whatever you say um I'm with you on it you have those friends that say "Eh, yeah whatever 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 is clever then you have those friends that say "Mm -mm, not here not now not ever and don't you even think about it I think I'm more on that one (laughs) well that's where we differ on that. We go, I'm just on a different plane because I look at it like this. Can two walk together except they agree? So I, I put this category as associates. Mm-hmm. You have work folks that you work with and you have people in your community that you know you say hi to live on your street or they're someone that you know because they're a friend of a friend. And so these are people that you have casual conversations with. You don't necessarily let them into the personal side of your life. You know, I know people that work with people and they don't even know their spouse's name and they have, and it's not just a work relationship that has been for a short time, but over the years, because that's just how they like to keep things. They, they prefer to keep things business and professional and don't feel it's necessary to let people even in the workplace into their personal lives. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, it's all, it all depends on how you interface with people, you know, because there are people that will come into your life for a season. Yeah. And you sometimes can discern that this is just something real temporary because let's just say it happens to be work or you're just in a particular living community for a certain period of time. So it's not necessary that you develop these extremely close bonds with people you know because again you might not necessarily vibe with them but it's good that you brought that up that some people are it come into your life for a season now you may know that but they don't (laughs) and that's where you will have some problems you know with that you have to start setting boundaries and a lot of times you know you try to be well I know for me you know you gotta you gotta let Jesus rise in a lot of instances (laughs) amen and so 
you try to be as cordial and and polite as possible because um you you don't want to really hurt anybody's feelings you know and you got to pray on it sometimes but you don't want to really want to hurt anyone's feelings but at the same time you need to let them know look this is where we are this is what has happened what has gone on i don't feel good about you know and you have to relay it in a way where they don't feel glum and you know upset <clears throat> so it's kind of hard and depending on people's personalities you kind of have to i don't i hate to use the word put on white gloves or tiptoe around but sometimes you have to do something to that effect with certain people you know but um you know like again being people, friends in or associates in and out of season and those that don't understand that or don't know that, that's where you have that issue because they may feel like, oh, well, this is this is my homie. You know, this is my ace. And it's not like that on the other end. So I have to ask this question to you. What would you do in that situation when you know what the boundaries are, what what this type of relationship is but the other person looks at it differently even though you set those those guidelines even though you you even because see for me if you don't tell me certain things even when I ask and it's kind of it's it's almost like okay you really don't want to tell me but you only gonna give me bits and pieces of stuff you really don't want me that close to you I already know that but there are other people that don't so what do you do in that situation where you know and they don't? <laughs> well, there's that's when you have that conversation about social cues and the kinds of conversations that you engage in with people. There are some people you can meet them for the first time and they will pour out their entire life story before you. And you're like, okay, you know, and that, that a lot has to do with, um, the kind of person you are. Sometimes when people meet you, they find a certain comfort level where they feel they could just open up to you. Um, and again, to your point, yes, that's from their end. Um, but if they're picking up that when you have an opportunity to engage and talk in the conversation that you keep things kind of superficial and not delving into a lot of, I guess, the personal side of your life, they should see and understand. And then if it just gets to a point where you have to just outright say it, you just have to ask, Lord, give me the words that I can say that it won't break this person's heart, but that it'll help them to understand that, you know, I'm a little bit more of a private person and that can come up in the conversation. You know, when people are talking and you know, it's your turn to share, you can just say, you know, well, I'm a little bit more of a private person and I just don't always open up so easily to people. And that's a kind way of putting it without, you know, hurting someone's feelings. Right. You're right. You know, and, but also with that, and we're talking about, and then we're talking about associates and things like that. There is, what do we have in common questions, you know, because there are people that get together and they're at work and they're just, because they're working together a lot, they just have a relationship. Um, and there, there are some people that are in the workforce that become 
the best of friends, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying people don't, but then there are people that just because they work together, okay, you know, we can have, go out to dinner, we can, you know, go have a couple laughs, we can do, we can do those kinds of things. But after that is over, especially in the season that we're in right now with this pandemic, do you still talk to that person? You know, what is it that you have in common that you would talk to that person, you know, again, in this situation? You know, because there are people that are like that. You know, we we hang out a lot. We're, we're there are people, oh, yeah, we're going to go out for drinks after work or we're going to have dinner. We're on the weekend. We're going to do this. But now you're not able to do that in, anymore. So are you still talking to that person? Do you pick up the phone and call them? Are you texting them all the time? Are you having that communication like you had with them when you were at work? And I think with that, I mean, then I think folks should get the, the notion that, well, maybe we wasn't that close. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. And that's where people have to come to the understanding and do a, a kind of a self-examination in terms of their role in the um, relationship. Well, how do we start out as friends? Work. What led us to going out? Work. After work. Yep. <laughs> so, hello, there's a reoccurring theme here. Right. You know, now, and now you've switched jobs. So now you're in another place of employment. So it's not likely that you will necessarily be in contact with these people. Again, it goes back to the personal side of the relationship. If you have had um, a situation where they were personally connected to you and that you both came out on the other side together, you know, that could have led to a deeper part of a relationship. But if it's work related and that's as far as it goes, it's not likely that it would be lasting. I know I had a situation where I worked with um, a person and we were pretty, we were very friendly. In fact, she started talking to me about her relationship and she ended up unfortunately divorcing her husband and she did get involved with someone that we worked with, you know, and they ended, they ended up married. And they, as far as I know, they're still married today. But, you know, I don't feel that my relationship with her was any more than just at work. I mean, we did, you know, the same kinds of things that you talked about. We had work-related things and then we had after-work-related things. You know, and, but it wasn't like we were calling each other on the weekends or whatever, because mostly everything in terms of our relationship was centered about work, having worked in the same department and um, on uh, certain projects together. Mm -hmm. So that was what brought us together. But, you know, when that ended, she went to a different job. I went to a different job. And so there it goes, you know, and it does. And I imagine if I were to see her or meet her again, you know, it would be like, hey, how you doing? You know, and it would be a catch up thing because even after that, you know, we would send Christmas cards and birthday wishes and stuff for a while. But then again, like I said, because people's lives take a different direction, you know, you meet new people and then that season is over. Right. And, you know, with that, the it being over, you know, there are and we're, when we talk about friendships, you know, those that have been those long lasting relationships that are still, you know, viable today, you know, it, it's different if 
that that season has ended, you know, if you then it's a little you're feeling a little more emotional with it than if there's something where you have cult, you have cultivated somewhat of a relationship with this person and it's it's only been a, a few years, you know, and the season has ended and you're OK with it, but the other person may not be. Oh, well, ah! oh, I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> Didn't mean that like that. Well, see, you look. I I say the same thing. See, I don't. I I'm in a in a season in my life that, like I said, long term, a little different. Short term, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to sound so hard or anything like that. But. You know, I, I, hey, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to lose my appetite or not sleep. It's just that it's ended and 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 you should be mature enough to know, okay, yeah, you know, if 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 the relationship that you had was something that was just, you know, so great, you know, well, but see, that's where it goes back to asking yourself or the per or that person asking themselves, well, how well do I know her? You exactly. Know and it's just, it's okay that, you know, maybe you have opened yourself up and it wasn't reciprocated. You know, that just wasn't, maybe it just wasn't the kind of friendship that you wanted or needed. And that's the other part. Sometimes people will spell out what they need in a relationship. And I think that's important too. That way you keep it right on point and everybody has a clear understanding in terms of the boundaries or, and the, or, and the expectations, you know, and like I said, there are people that come and go in your lives, your, you know, dear friends, you know, People you meet through church, people you meet through work, people you meet through your neighborhood, people you meet through college, you know, so there's all different kinds. And there are people, you know, that you meet and you're like, okay, good. This season is over. Thank you. Because <laughs> again, you have folks that's so needy. Ooh, that is they calling you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, that just gives me the shakes. You be like, "What you say?" No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Uh, the uh, somebody's at my door. I'm gonna right. have to go, girl. <laughs> it's one of those. I need the oh, I need the, but you ain't the one I need. <laughs> you know because you. There are those friends, I think, that sometimes you almost have to become like a therapist, too. Oh, sometimes, and and you know, they're trying to be friendly, but they always come to you with something, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a shingle out, honey. <laughs> that work right here. Mm-mm. Oh, my goodness, that I is- say a little prayer and keep it moving, yeah, I know, and you know. With that being said, uh, we're running out of time, but, you know, we want to talk to you about the loving me, our loving me segment uh, regarding relationships is how do you keep the bonds of your relationship going? You know, do you or don't you? What is it? What is it that you need to do if you are wanting to be in a relationship with someone, be it friendship or what have you? How do you start it? 
how do you allow it to grow and cultivate it and water it? And what do you do when it's that time just to let it go? Well, that's a lot. Of, that's a whole lot. And it's <laughs> almost like another subject for part two. Right. Consider because it's all in how you read and perceive relationships and just having that that down down to earth conversation being honest in terms of what you want and what you expect I think there's a natural flow to friendship you know again, you pointed out you know your friend she didn't really like you at first but you continued to come around not that you were trying to be a, a squeaky wheel but you know there you were and it was like you know what and that person might have had a moment to say well why don't I like this girl she's fun she's friendly she's really sweet she you know a, a great person you know we had we actually have things in common so mm-hmm. I think there has to be a natural um establishment but- you know that happens as well as experiences that cause it to grow and flourish and you know what I would say to that um you need to check yourself. Look at you. Would you be friends with yourself? Oh, girl, don't even get yes. me started because mm, I love me some me. Yes, uh, honey, yes. <laughs> yes, because you know you can't give out what you don't have. So exactly. you've got to have some love and concern. And sometimes a friend needs to just be a listening ear. They don't always need your opinion or what you feel about a situation, sometimes you need to be a sounding board Mm -hmm. and you have to know when that's a good thing. Exactly. And with that being said, we don't want to leave you without praying. So Lord, we ask you right now to cover our listeners. We ask you Lord to give us more motivation and more words to say for the listening ears, we ask you to cover those, Father God, during this season, during this time of pandemic, Father. We ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would cultivate relationships right now. Lord, and we just thank you and we give you honor and praise in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we just don't want to go without reminding you that when you hear something strange, see something odd, Remember to say, what you say? So until (laughs) next week, we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.